Welcome to All Damn Night Conspiracy Corner. This is where the worlds of music and mystery meet. In this series, we'll be delving into the countless instances in which this happens, exploring a variety of points of view and information. Now, while All Damn Night, we pride ourselves on being a reputable historical podcast, this is our chance to delve into some more esoteric territory, if you will. So, while we do not stand behind tonight's presentation of information as fact, we do hope you'll enjoy mixing things up a bit and exploring new realms of interest and new lines of thinking. Just don't expect to learn a whole lot. So, smoke them if you got them, pop a top, and settle in. This is All Damn Night Conspiracy Corner. Welcome to All Damn Night. All right, so welcome to All Damn Night Conspiracy Corner. I'm your host, Brandon Richardson, here with our resident expert. Resident expert, Sean. And tonight, for the first time ever, a very special guest, first inaugural ever guest appearance, a good friend of mine, a... Uh, a comedian and a uh, fellow uh, new Austinite himself uh, on his first podcast appearance ever, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah my I'm good sure. buddy, Jeff Yose. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So uh, we're going to uh, explore a little uh, different stuff tonight. And we brought Jeff in to uh, kind of do our normal thing, hang out and have a good time. Uh, anything you want to say about yourself before we jump in here mm. tell us a little about about where your what your background is and where you came from Jeff and I grew up in uh, Central California together uh, I would often push him around and, and bully him and then he grew to be a very large man who I'm very bigger. afraid of now <laughs> bigger better but we're still from nowheresville no I guess. <laughs> but uh, so you're getting into the you're getting the stand-up comedy game yeah I mean well, I did start doing open mics over in San Francisco area, Modesto. Nobody right. cares about that place either. Sacramento. Rounding, <laughs> resounding uh, Modesto endorsement. <laughs> Actually, they do have some the pretty cool spots out there. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to break out into the scene here in Austin, as well as jumping back into pro wrestling out here, because I know that the scene is getting pretty big Fuck out here as yes. well. He's a bit of a oh, renaissance right. man. Absolutely. So. So, uh, yeah, we just want to thank you for having, having coming on, and uh, we are going to have a good time here. We're going to jump into a subject that I think both of you uh, will genuinely hate me for by the time that we're done today. More than and I I'm already sure, do. I think he's assuming that we don't. <laughs> it's a good thing this is your first. This Never really this said is, I liked you. This is going to be easily our most con controversial episode of all mm -hmm. time. Uh, this will generate more hate mail than anything. All right. I'm mm -hmm. quite sure of it. I love anthrax. Well, gentlemen... Without, yeah, thanks, Sean. <laughs> Go ahead and hit us up at P.O. Box 95348. No, uh, what's the White House? What's the Wrigley Field from Blues Brothers address? Oh, you're right. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah, that's Wrigley yeah. Field. <laughs> I hate Illinois Nazis. Okay, so, gentlemen, we begin in the town of Ingolstadt in the, electric, in the electorate of Bavaria. The date is February 6, 1748, and Adam Weishaupt has just been born into a local family of lawyers and academics. I hate everything about this so far. Awesome. <laughs> I've done my job well. Now, young Adam's father, Johann Jorge Weishaupt, would pass away when the boy was only five years old, presumably from sauerkraut poisoning. Uh, leaving yeah. the boy to yeah, be raised definitely. and mentored by his godfather, Johann Adam Frerer von Ickstadt. Okay. German's not a romance language. Yeah, I can't help but 
think that they can't pronounce their own names either. I feel so. like you're right. They probably are just <laughs> just making this stuff up and just throwing throw it vowels it. together. Let's you know? see if they so. can do this. <laughs> so von Ixnat was an ardent supporter of the Enlightenment. Uh, he taught the young Adam Weishaupt the ideals of rationalism and secularism. The young boy began his formal education at the age of seven at a Jesuit school and later graduated from the University of Ingolstadt in 1768 at the age of 20. He went on to become a law professor by 1772. So quite an ambitious young man. Right. Either that or he had connections. He's definitely got a lot of names, so I'm sure somewhere right. in there, someone's connected <laughs> to somebody. So he's a, he's a kid that came up in a local kind of pr- prominent academic family. Okay. By uh, by 1775, Weishaupt was introduced to the empirical philosophy of Johann George at the University of Gothenburg and became a fan of Kantian realism. Now, Jeff, are go, you what, making this stuff what, up? What's your I don't know, but it just realism? sounds like the, uh, I really sounds like the evolution of a, super, like a mad genius being created right. slowly. <laughs> Is this really Robert Oppenheimer or something? Or? It's like it, it's like a really boring version of Terminator. Oh, mm. so Terminator three? Uh, it's like Terminator, like the prequel. What do you call that? Point. I don't know. Point two like, five. Okay, so. Weishaupt, uh, did you want to elaborate a little bit on Kantian realism? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. No. Weishaupt. I don't even know what most of that means. Was, uh, Weishaupt I'm was still stuck on Bavarian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's an electorate? Weishaupt was surrounded by what? How many what? electoral votes do they get? <laughs> yeah, I've, I know that right off the top of my head. I actually, it's cool that you mentioned that because I took the time to look that up and write that down. Let me, oh, no, no, I didn't. Never mind. Oh. Damn it. It's a shame. I thought I covered all my bases. Weishaupt was surrounded your pay. by what he and many saw as an all too irrational society wrapped up in illogical beliefs. So he decided he'd try and join the Freemasons. Oh, God. God. But long story short, he found he, they weren't quite radical enough or esoteric <laughs> enough for him. He wanted to turn, to turn this rationality thing up to 11. So he began studying even weirder and more esoteric texts like the Mystery of the Seven Sages of Memphis and the Kabbalah. He recruited some more like-minded, ra- radically rationist former Masons and on May 1st, 1776, the first meeting of the Illuminati. Yes. Or the Illuminated yes. Ones. That's so funny. Was held. That is crazy because you sent me this crazy text, like an audio message earlier, and I was like, that's the Illuminati. But then, no, I quoted one of our favorite podcasts, friends, last podcast. Last podcast on the left. Great podcast. Check it out. So it's all coming together. Like, uh, I, I, I assume that in my past life, I was a really high-ranking Freemason. Wow, that's quite the assumption. Yeah. I see you more as like the janitor there. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> hey, at least they let you in. <laughs> we talked about this before on a different episode. The more janitorial you look in these societies, the higher up in rank that you actually are. Which I appreciated because I was a longtime janitor. It, there yeah. you go. I was, that's Uniform's what, a uniform, guys. Yeah. So. There you go. You, you know. got a name tag, they'll let you in anywhere. That's an identity. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank you. yeah, job's a job. So he began studying weirder and more esoteric texts. He recruited a bunch of uh, a bunch of his uh, like-minded brethren to come with him. And this is a this is a, from a National Geographic article titled 
Meet the man who started the Illuminati. So in the beginning, the Order's membership had three levels. A novice, a Minerval, and an illuminated Minerval. Oh. Now the Minerval... So they ran out, ran out of ideas after Minerval. <laughs> oh, I assure you they didn't. Minerval referred... Wait, 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 can, we, can we pause for a second? <laughs> for what? Well, I, I want to get this straight. So is the Illuminati like a, a men's club? Like the Freemasons and the... Uh, what do you call them? The Shriners and all that? And No, what the Illuminati is, at least from this explanation when I was able started, to yeah. cobble together, is saying that... Okay, the Freemasons were based in rationality, and they were based in secularism, meaning they wanted separation from the church. But then this guy and, and only five of his cohorts decided that wasn't enough for them. Okay. That, that right. needed to be taken to an even higher extreme. Did the, you think that they knew something that the others didn't? Or they thought that the information they were given from the secret society was more important than they were making it out to be? Uh, no, they're they're the ones that are saying they're in possession of the knowledge and that their knowledge is... They're basically creating another sect, saying, like, no, our way okay. is the true way. So did these five guys know everything that the Freemasons knew already but thought it was more important, so they broke off? Yeah, they're saying we think... Yeah, in a way, I guess okay. they're saying we think All we're right. smarter than you. We know even better. Okay. So me and Jeff are going to take this podcast from you now. And no problem. <laughs> That's kind of, I thought once I give these guys a chance to yeah. run away talking about the origins of the Illuminati, it's going to be hard to put the brakes on. Now, how do we get from there to dollar, back to dollar bills? The, oh, it goes, I wish it stopped there. Poor, <laughs> poor, simple Sean. Uh, so I like my provincial life. I really do. Uh, well, prepare to have that shattered. So <laughs> Minerva uh, reflected the order's aim to spread true knowledge. She was the goddess of wisdom or illumination. And they wanted to spread illumination all throughout society in the state. And they believed it could be completely reshaped. Now, the first class of in the of the Illuminati, uh, in each each in the first class, each novice was initiated in a humanitarian philosophy until he became a Minerval. Hmm. He then received the orders, statutes, and could attend meetings. So it goes level one, initiate, level two, novice, level three, Minerval, and level four, Illuminatus Minor. Oh wow. Now we're gonna you following me so far? Everybody yeah. following me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not telling you anything you don't know already. Well, you, you kind of are. How You're, woke are we? I'm, I'm pretty enlightened. Okay. <laughs> um, does it stop at level four? Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. We're, that's the first class. Oh. So we're going to, okay. in total, we have Is this like Scientology? Is, it's just a whole big no, this scam is, to keep people in the church? I'll tell you the, the big difference. No, no, no. The big difference here. Scientology is about the future. This is about the ancient past. Okay, but real talk here. Do they guard the secrets of the national treasure? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, like according to the way that movie works, yeah. This is these are the guys that they're talking about. Okay. The, these are. Uh, this is the ex, the point zero 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 one percent of the point zero 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 one percent. The radical extremists that actually made America happen. A radical extremist, I don't think, is a bad uh, okay definition here. Cool. So second class, it goes to the various degrees in this class. Uh, the, very, the various degrees in the second class were inspired by Freemasonry. This is all kind of an offshoot of Freemasonry. Yeah, yeah. 
the the Illuminatus minor. I mean, sorry, the Illuminatus major. This is very easy to follow in case you haven't noticed. The major's above minor. Exactly. Okay. Supervised <laughs> the recruitment, and the Illuminatus dirigens presided over the Minerval's meetings. Very, very simple. Now, at number five here on our totem pole in the second class, this is the first rung, the, the bottom rung. Bottom oh, rung. Class two, okay. Yes. First, right. bottom rung of the second class, apprentice. Next, we have the fellow. Next, we have the master. Next, we have the illuminatus major. And next, we have the illuminatus dirigens. Oh, wow. This is surprisingly similar to an RPG I was playing earlier. A lot. Mm. I've been drowning in these terms oh, for wow. more time than I care to think about. Huh. Well, joke's on you because I don't hate it so far. Jeff has actually <laughs> been at my house hanging out while uh, we got ready to podcast, and I was just stuck in my room all day, and he would just be like, hey, are you like... Because I told him, what did I tell you, like, first five? You said five, and then you said eight, and every time I came by, you would just... He was just I said, I was still working just, on the script. Yeah. Oh, wow. Was, he, would, he would come out. Clacking away like a monkey it, on a typewriter. It would just change, so after a while, I just took a nap. <laughs> I mean. I was, he was like, <laughs> I thought you were done with that already. I'm like, poor Jeffrey, I wish I lived in your simple, simple <laughs> world. Was he sitting in the corner, like, flipping on and off a light? Lamp. I was like, my hand was like nervously shaking, and I was making coffee, and he I was, was making, like, yeah. No, there he, keeps being there's sources, Jeffrey. There's so many he, sources. He looked at there's me like I levels. asked him the dumbest question in the <laughs> universe. Like, <laughs> you think I now you ask me if we're gonna go do this very important thing we were supposed to do today. I'm not done yet. Do not disturb the artist. Stupid the artist boy. <laughs> so in the third class here, so this is the everything, and we're gonna talk about here. Did we, did we finish the second class? Yes, we did. Okay. So everything is every. Every number we're going to address tonight is very significant. Everything is going to work in threes, threes or yeah, elevens yeah. or something in that Nicholas contingency. Or Nicholas Cage's 23. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the third class, the highest degree of philosophical, philosophical illumination, the members are priests who are instructed through lower, de- who instruct lower degree members. And the lower orders of this class are themselves under the authority of a king. So this brings us to in total... The tenth position the King in the Illuminati. There's a priest. And number eleven, we have a prince. At number twelve, a magus. And at number That's thirteen, the final number. Thirteen? The king. The king. At number thirteen. Okay. Coincidence? So it's not like American hotels that skip thirteen? No, everyone knows what floor they're on. Okay. Yeah. So did the Illuminati do this on purpose, just to confuse people so they can never find what room no, they were in? No, they believe in sacred geometry. They believe that oh, these numbers hold magic like the power. Ancient aliens, guys. As they, but they, it's not a joke. They actually believe that these numbers are magic spells. And oh, in wow. different combinations and in different presentations, they are inducing, uh, they are casting spells on the public. Oh, through wow. these combinations of numbers. I mean, everybody has It's not just numbers. Bill, right? It's not just symbols. It's casting spells. It's what those symbols hold and what they project on anyone that looks at them. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, they, they guess, really believe it holds a, holds a spell. I guess the original design of the pyramids was similar in at Giza. Anyway. Yeah, they talk a lot about the pyramid. The, the pyramid is a huge <sighs> symbol in, in both Freemasonry and in, in the Illuminati. Who's the ones with the, the, the uh, what is it, the compass? That's the Freemasons. Freemasons, yeah. okay. Yeah, and that's I had a lot of um, this has been a, the research in this. I had a lot of trouble um, distinguishing the ins and outs of the Freemasons 
versus the Illuminati. Okay. And those lines are often blurred, and I, uh, it was hard to, um, to, to, to suss out where one stopped and where the other began and who was who. And obviously, like, from the Freemasons came the start of the Illuminati, but a free, not all the Illuminati are Freemasons and not all the Masons are Illuminati. I don't know about you guys, but this seems an awful lot like the CIA to me. I think it's the reverse. The Illuminati is controlling the CIA. Yeah, I believe yes. that. I yeah. think that's yes, exactly. perfectly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's um, kind of where I, to just cut and dry, that's where I've come to come after mm-hmm. these many, after these many hours of staring <laughs> at my computer in a dark room. Well, you've been, had all these spells cast on you. I was like, Neo <laughs> just got, yeah, I, had, I just got out of talking to Morpheus and then like, like Jeff was just like, hey man, how's it going? I'm just like, you couldn't possibly understand. Like, Jeff, tell us about you the bag even. of potions that Brandon has with him right now. <laughs> There's a rabbit's foot. There's a, a an oil of mink. <laughs> I prefer witch's soil. <laughs> Dead man's blood. <laughs> so the Illuminati indeed became quite popular and powerful, causing the Bavarian government enough consternation Bavarian. that they saw fit to ban the order entirely in 1785, about nine years after its founding, causing Weishaupt and many of, com- many of his compatriots to lose their jobs and flee the country. Was there anything important in american history that happened in 1785 like it apparently this illuminati was started at the same time that the constitution yeah. was approved yep mm-hmm. yeah and this is a this is the age of revolution so instead not so much think not so much american revolution at this time i mean that was uh we just did the yankee doodle episode so this right. would be like fresh in our mind but that was around is it 1784 that the uh, Revolutionary War ended. Is that what we said? That we okay. Went, I think that was right. Yeah. But the French Revolution is going on at this time. Oh. And that is who the uh, Illuminati is it's said to about have highly influenced. Right. <laughs> so this, in many people's minds, spelled the end of the Illuminati because they're having to flee the country. And indeed, even famed Freemason and first president George Washington himself well, declared in letters that he believed the pesky society to have been disbanded. You say letters. I bet you it was just those refrigerator magnets that are all like the kids' <laughs> block letters. He just arranged them all. You know, Dear Martha, <laughs> yeah. things are hard. Signed, George. And then underneath it, there's le- Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, however, many believe the Illuminati did not disband there, but simply went underground. Now, their fingerprints are believed by many to be on everything from the American Civil War to the JFK assassination to books, TV, movies, and yes, even music. No. No No way. way. (laughs) I know, I know. It might be hard to believe. so. So when we get to this point, who are you guys thinking about? Who are we uh, going to talk about tonight? Van Halen. Um, oh, interesting. Uh, some reason, just due to recent things, I'd, I'd always jump towards uh, Lady Gaga. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, a good you know. one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, that's not bad. Dude, guess. what's that new fucking movie with Lady Gaga that looks terrible? Oh, it looks horrific oh with God. Bradley Cooper? Yes, yes. Anything where Bradley Cooper's not shooting yes. a bunch of people is a stupid movie. You uh, know, anything where Bradley Cooper's not getting roofied? You know what? I'm going to go with him on this. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be roofied shooting people or both. Yes. But that movie yeah. looked... We, oh, we both saw that at the Sicario yes. preview. Yes, that yes, was yes. horrific. 
Yes. That was all of those movies were terrible. Yeah, yeah. Even I I wanted to give Mark Don't go off on your fake moon bullshit, Sean. <laughs> all right. Another episode <laughs> just uh, for yeah. to save time in the editing oh, process. Oh, Neil Armstrong, later. we flew him to the fucking moon on a little rocket ship with a fishbowl on his head. <laughs> nope. Never Keep happened. Believe in the lie, Sean. <laughs> I am, like I said, I am very happy with my provincial life. So don't shatter my world. It's a lie. If you didn't want your world, <laughs> you will unleash the Illuminati, the wrath of the Illuminati. If you didn't want to be involved with drug cartels and the Illuminati and all that kind of stuff, I don't know why you would have gotten into a music history podcast to begin with. Well, I it's mean, very it was, clear what goes with the territory. I didn't the territory. exactly have a choice. The CIA contacted me and was like, you're going to do this or else. Elvis, we're going to kill Elvis for real. I got to tell then, you, <laughs> thank you for saving Elvis. <laughs> so the claims that many entertainers have been involved with or controlled by the Illuminati have propagated the entertainment industry and the internet for many years. Some links are dubious. Oh, the thing, the Al Gore thing. All sorts of, yeah. I mean, like everybody from Madonna to Lady Gaga to no, Led Zeppelin. Al Gore, the, the internet guy. Oh, he invented the yeah. internet, yeah. He fucking didn't solve global warming. Was Benjamin warming. Franklin a Freemason? Uh, yeah, yes. Was he Illuminati? No. Okay. No. Though he was heavily involved with the French, so that's not a bad question. Right? Okay. Sean, you, go get a gold, you get a gold star. Woohoo! <laughs> no woohoo, I take it away now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but, uh, <laughs> but perhaps no one, or should I say, no couple... Wait, Bradgelina? No, oh, man. you wish. ...has attracted the intense scrutiny and provided more evidence for connection to the surreptitious organization than that of the modern-day music mogul power couple of Jay-Z and no. Beyonce. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Worthless. <laughs> All right. I would have figured I told you would have said Will Smith. Go home. Show's over. Could be perhaps our most controversial episode I need, of all I need time. To get drunk for this. We else. are going this to be saying happening. some things that are going to make a large yeah. contingency of any future relate. I would suggest that you never let any future relationship you have listen to this podcast. They will be enraged. This will probably alienate us from everyone in the world. But we yeah. need to seek the truth. Well, after all these rabbit holes, like there is no chance of future relationships. I, I yeah. like that you're Pe- taking people, that. People I meet are just terrified of me. Now that frees you up. <laughs> so now you don't have to deal with that baggage and you can oh. focus all that energy oh, yes. from a oh, family yes. and all that bullshit on podcasting. There we go. That's how you make it. That's you heard what, it here first. That's folks. Michael Jordan like Fuck your family. Start podcast. What did you say about <laughs> Michael Jordan? I missed that one. Michael Jordan. If Michael Jordan had a podcast, he wouldn't let having a family get in the way of it. Uh, or Elon Musk would as well, maybe. I don't think Elon Musk is too severely Asperger's to have a podcast. He'd just sit in the corner and talk to himself. But he made flamethrowers. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, good I mean, point. Elon Musk doesn't need anybody. No. Is he going <laughs> to use the I would talk to myself if I was him, too. Is that why they that's sent him there? That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know if he should be making flamethrowers and trying to save See, kids. He needs to pick a market. They hired him to erase all tracks. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, and then he fudged it up. The flamethrowers only lasted. They, he used, like, Coleman lantern propane tanks, and he should have just, you know. Butane or one butane. of those bastard yeah. gases. One of those 
awful gases. So for years, scentless, colorless. Before we take flammable dark gases. of a turn in Sean's twisted, <laughs> let me break out my mind. periodic table real quick. For years, conspiracy theorists put your put it, put it away. Put it away. You hear this? Mm. That is the sound of me pushing my glasses up the bridge of my nose. For years, <laughs> conspiracy theorists have linked both individually and as a couple. Have linked both of them individually and as a couple to the Illuminati due to comments made, outfits worn, and symbols flashed by both artists respectively but was there and is there really any connection what do you think they did have twins right they've got three kids now are they all twins there can't be three twins two and a half is that <laughs> yes they all have a very popular offshoot <laughs> of a cbs show i mean i've only heard of that that one was a um two and a half ivy twins? blue blue ivy blue ivy blue ivy, blue ivy. Mm. I we do not just as a just a disclaimer we do not address any of their children in this episode we are here to talk solely about Jay Z and Beyonce so I, I have, didn't I kept my Google what if they are suggested allegations about the naming of the child I mean Blue Ivy yeah yes there are there's some yeah. controversy yes, surrounding there's some, Blue there's Ivy some controversy oh, no, surrounding Blue, Blue Ivy Velvet oh yeah um, so. That we'll, we'll get into that. We should get into okay. that. You're right. You're I mean, right. I'm not we well, here to shit on, I'm not here to shit on kids, but no, <laughs> no, no, that's relevant. So they then did it to her in 20 in June of 28. Here on all damn night, we are not afraid to shit on children. <laughs> so then in June, in fact, we are pro shitting. No, no. <laughs> I reserve I the that. right to Again, shit see, on kids. <laughs> you're like the Illuminati, where I say something logical and you say that's not far enough. I've always together. been described by my parents as a radical. Sean Illuminati Demers. <laughs> So then in June of 2018, the couple released their first joint album as The Carters. Simon and Garfunkel. Well, kind of, but way more involved with the Illuminati. So with their <laughs> debut single and debut video, the song Ape Shit, a lot of consternation has been caused you among know, the... I feel really good that my little cousin enjoys these two role models. Oh, he should. Wait till you yeah. see the video. <laughs> Now the video for Ape Shit was I released. I can wait. On, <laughs> I could wait my whole life. Don't worry. It'll it'll only be about fifteen or twenty more minutes. Oh, oh god. So the video for Ape Shit was released on June sixteenth. That long. I'm <laughs> so happy. Fast forward. It's so me. I'm so happy. Real life fast forward. This oh, is somebody call. Uh, who's that guy? Um, happy Gilmore. He's got a fast forward remote. It wouldn't work here, friends. Oh man! Because I, I this is like a great You're chef looking at <laughs> looking at someone eating his meal and they love it, and it's he's just he feels like that sense of satisfaction. When I, I write you. these podcasts and you guys hate them, it's like oh, that's a, just a true. You know what? Another another relevant reference for that theme is that the chef knows that you can't rush the process. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. So just give me another fifteen or twenty minutes of this bullshit, and we'll get into a video. You turn know. up the heat. All right, but I'm. <laughs> Taking off five percent off the tip for every minute afterwards. <laughs> over over budget. That's fair. Because you know what? I don't need a tip for the truth. And I'm Thank stealing you. the plates. Now the video was released on the June sixteenth, and not only is it rife with Illuminati symbolism, it's filmed in the fucking Louvre. Oh. Now you this might recall you might remember we watched a video reaction that place where this lady yes. was watching a video reaction she was doing a video reaction of ape shit and she has a little split screen and she's watching the video and reacting oh, to it. Oh, that was ape shit? And no, that was yes, that was I ape actually shit. Had, I haven't seen this. Oh, I've never even heard of this. God. And she I said, "Is this the know. place that Prince played?" And we were like, 
It's the uh, fucking Louvre. Is that where Danny Ocean stole the Fabergé egg? Or this is that place that Tom Hanks visited, right? Yeah. In that place, this is that place that Tom Hanks was murdered. <laughs> <laughs> so first, let's uh, let's no. They just sent him on an island, right? And then he came back, and his wife left him che- already. Cheating whore. Oh so, my god. So uh, let's begin with Fuck. Helen Hunt. We'll begin. Jeez. Twi- no Twister. Holy shit. I love Twister. What? I will say that. Are you bipolar? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? I, I didn't know the dynamic changed <laughs> as soon as the picture <laughs> on the TV. No, I did like. Twister. So it just threw me <laughs> off. <laughs> so, okay. Wasn't Helen Hunt? I know you're really hot and cold there. Uh, yes, she was. And wasn't Helen Hunt in Twister? It didn't mean that she literally did those things. But I don't know wait, why. Wait, I don't. I feel like she wasn't in Twister. Was that her? I think that definitely was. Absolutely, her. that was her. okay. Uh, I mean, See? it's really hard to miss that I'm forehead, right. but I'm right. I little. I think you should be checked out. You said you screamed about fuck Helen fuck Hunt, Helen Hunt. But said, I really like Twister. <laughs> then you said, no, I really like Twister. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you got me all riled up with this Jay Z nonsense. He's just right. an emotional tornado. Shit, <laughs> totally. I, I, I should have known that by getting you all riled up about Jay Z, you would go on your classic Helen Hunt. Right? <laughs> That's a very touchy subject, you know? <laughs> so, let's begin at the beginning with both that artists. Makes sense. Right? All right. And power couple in question, the Carters. So, Jay Z, and this he lost me. This the, this comes who are the Carters. This comes from biography.com. Welcome back. No, 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 no not those Carters. Uh, biography.com, by the way, I have a bone to pick with them real quick. They they have so many fucking cookies on their website. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know I think the Russians are incredibly involved with biography.com. All right. That's mm. why it works so slowly. It has there there's more fucking cookies than the, the elf tree. There's so many right. fucking cookies every five the seconds. Tree. Yeah, mm, those guys. Tree. All right. Uh, also Illuminati. Also, <laughs> I I can understand your pain because I recently applied for the job at the CIA. Oh, did you? Through their website. Congratulations. And holy shit, my computer crashed right after I submitted my resume. Well, so. I don't know what you thought was going to happen. <laughs> uh, it wasn't that. I thought I was honestly going to get the job, but... I, I think he'd be great for the CIA. Thank you. Absolutely. I think Thank he'd be you. awesome for the CIA. You hear that? You hear that? <laughs> they do. They do. So Jay-Z uh, was born uh, Sean Corey Carter on December 4th, 1969 in Brooklyn, New York. How does he spell Sean? Oh, uh, S-H-A-W-N. Mm. Wrong. I knew that was going to be. I was like, man, everything about this is perfect. Nope, not a real Sean. <laughs> His father, Adonis Reeves, left the family when Jay-Z was only 11 years old. The young rapper was raised by his mother in Brooklyn's drug-infested Marcy Projects. He started rapping with a group called Jazz-O in the late 1980s, but was not... uh, He didn't take on the name Jay-Z until the early 1990s. Is that where he got the name? You know, I forgot to write down exactly how he got the name. I think that is how he got the name, yeah. I'll do a I'll do a revision on our next episode and correct it if that's not my brain is so fried from aluminum. I mean, it wasn't that important of a question. I'm just I fi- John John. I didn't I mean to do break so you. John, I can only do Settle so much. Down, John, I can only do so much. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get the sedatives. <laughs> uh, so Jay Z, uh, he was out reaching for his bracelet. Those cookies really. <laughs> 
<laughs> alert. Look at his hair. I mean, it's just. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> I apologize. I didn't mean to say I whistle. do. I do look like a man who's been locked in. I look like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> like I've been locked in a room doing amphetamines. I would consider that a compliment, <laughs> like, though. The man's a genius. I've just been <laughs> drinking, uh, what's it called? Formaldehyde. And absinthe. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I feel quite fine, Jeffrey. I feel quite <laughs> fine. Why do you ask? Uh, Jay-Z came out with his debut album in uh, 1996. It was titled Reasonable Doubt. Uh, Jay-Z has often referenced the Illuminati. This is again from biography.com. There, Jay-Z has often referenced the Illuminati in lyrics in songs like Heaven. I'm, I'm, I wrote this. This is in italics, but I don't know. I, I must have messed up the font. I'll tell you what. Bio- biography will get no credit from me that they don't deserve. <laughs> I wrote this. Jay-Z has often referenced the Illuminati <laughs> in lyrics, in songs like Heaven, Freemason, and others. Uh, his label, Rockefeller Records, is a direct nod to Illuminati dynasty, the Rockefellers. And it's, he's complete with the often and classic often represented in hip-hop, the one-eyed Eye of Horus symbol. They'll cover one eye in pictures. Okay. That's a real common thing. Um and then probably How the old are the Illuminati then they're they're not that old but the free but apparently they've been around since ancient times or is that where we're yeah. oh I mean, okay I with, like, with I such you, uh, the Illuminati nods that go far back you know the, the Illuminati apparently came to be in 1776 yeah but they have traces all the way back to like the ancient world yes and okay. they're employing knowledge from uh, ancient Hebrew texts and uh, ancient sacred geometry. Okay. So we were talking about this earlier. Um, that they were, you you were saying, or was it? Were, you were asking whether it's what's the difference between this and Scientology? It was one of us. I'm... But the point <laughs> being that Scientology <laughs> tends to say that it has knowledge of the future. Yes, okay, and yeah. this claims to have ancient knowledge of the past. And there we go. All right. And I would say that's the defining difference here. Um, Jay Z is reference reference to Freemasons. Blah 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 blah. I went all over that that I wrote myself. Hmm. Uh, his uh, but his most well known um, kind of tip of the hat to the Illuminati is the triangle sign that he puts up and he will bring okay. to one mm-hmm. eye. Like you've probably seen, there's tons yeah. and tons of promotional photos where do, he puts do it, it again out. for the microphone. He does the yes, so you can <laughs> just see at home exactly what I'm doing. I'll hold this for about 15 seconds here. All no, right, so I think what we you're got doing? It. We got it. Yeah. Let's mm. just say, like okay, so you're just, you're combi- you're touching your your pointer finger let's and all your do this thumbs together. together. All together. If you've ever had a good <laughs> wide receiver coach, you'll know that you want to hold your hands up and catch that ball in the window. And if you can touch that fucking ball, you can catch it. You understand? And coach was in the Illuminati. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. That's why we were so yeah. good. Glad we got this settled. I wrestled because I couldn't catch. So, <laughs> Freemasonry uh, for you. Amen. Yeah, I know. Like if you, if that's, that's very I was, yeah, I was we born were, with the balls that I, I have. I, right? I, yeah. <laughs> so. I, uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't do much with hand-eye coordination, so I wrestled as well. Uh, so his, uh, his, his most famous tip of the hat is the, uh, is the triangle sign, and he's also well-known to have, wear a... a sweatshirt that says do what thou wilt on it which is a quote from the infamous ritual musician and satanist alistair crowley good man you know i actually was going to reference him earlier when you said that you locked yourself in your room uh, that i was yeah. like alistair yeah. crowley like I alistair was, like, crowley I was in there <laughs> sitting on pineapples <laughs> <laughs> i mean 
Yeah. <laughs> Crying about your sick son that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Well, <so>. yeah. <laughs> thank you. That's such a compliment. I thought uh, no. I was more Sherlock Holmes. No, I, actually, what no. I thought you looked like was Alistair Crowley. Yeah. yeah. You're just a mad witch, man. So, I <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, now for as, as for the Queen Bee, or Bay, as I'll be referring to her. Uh, just to piss don't you guys ever. off. I hope you don't ever use back that word again. Back to I arch my back in furiosity. <laughs> it's so cool. To, I, I do kind of want to do video podcasts now because I can see how angry I make everyone, and it's just great. I uh, keep having to turn down the air conditioning because I'm just <laughs> enraged. I'm so tense. You're like, my palms are sweating. <laughs> He's like, Sean is like Elvis in 1976, just like sucking on popsicles and wiping his forehead. <laughs> He's not lying, and I—I I, I mean, I—I I w- I would rather be categorized as a Sherlock Holmes type, but I will. It's a settled. Well, I'm going to judge by the pineapple hey, core sticking fat, out of your ass. That you're more like knew how to eat, it. man. I'll tell you that. Man. I sure did. Uh, so now, as for Andy, drove nice cars. As for Bay, uh, she is a singer uh. and actress, born Beyonce Giselle Knowles, uh, born on September 4th, 1981, in Houston, Texas, H-Town. Uh, she started singing at... Also known as Foxy Cleopatra. Actually, yes, yes. Uh, she started singing at an early age and competing in local talent shows and winning many of these events by impressing audiences with her singing and dancing abilities. And I just want to say that's a very creative <laughs> description, biography.com writer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this shit? So glad. <laughs> you have like a trading card? Bring your Beyonce kid to work on it? <laughs> <laughs> right about Beyonce. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, so she rose to fame in the early 2000s as part of the Destiny's Child trio, uh, another group for which is a, there just needs to be a whole other episode. Yeah, I was going to say trio. That weren't there like five at one time? Yeah, four. Little down to the trio mm-hmm. again. Uh, more more symbolism there in the name and in whittling it down to three. Everything we talk about tonight and everything okay. we talk about in this context, numbers mean. Everything. Even whittling. Whittling it down to three. Whittling, whittling. You got to whittle if you want to whittle. Put a whittle. Brandon Richardson, 2018. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they, uh, their videos, though, they need a whole other episode. They, they are rife with Illuminati subliminal messaging to control our minds. Anyways, uh, her solo okay. album <laughs> was really... What, you want to give a Helen Hunt take real quick? <laughs> no. I was kind of still going over whittling in my mind. Uh, I do like Twister. <laughs> Littering and... Uh, she, her first solo album was released on June 24th, 2003, titled Dangerously in Love. It rocketed to the top of the charts and has, to date... Sold over 11 million copies. Can we pause for a moment and clear this up? That Beyonce sang on an album that was written by 10 or 15 people. That oh, at least. rose no. to the top of the charts. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I definitely mean, people would, say that. That people would say the same thing about she Elvis. Got paid. Okay. They would yeah. say the same exact thing. Yeah. They'd be right. Because yeah. Elvis never wrote a song in his yeah. life. All right. Michael it Jackson. Yeah, but he was the king. He was the king. Well, his producer was the king. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But either like you know, like people would throw that same argument right back. That right, or like uh, if you want to take it to a a, a rock kind of level, let's talk about like Elton John. 
Like, he can't really write lyrics at all either. So, I mean, he's just... Kinda... Maybe maybe he just doesn't need to because he's got Bernie Taupin. But I, yeah. I see what you're saying, yeah. But he's yeah. just a robot playing the piano, or maybe, kind of. And then yelling at people. He seems to have like a 75-25 ratio <laughs> playing <Yeah>. and yelling. <laughs> he was in a movie recently, The Kingsman, uh, The Golden Circle. He played a really integral part in that movie, and it was fantastic. He should be nominated for an Oscar, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sean. <laughs> Your movie takes tonight. Well, you were asking for a Helen Hunt take, so you got a Helen Hunt take. <laughs> so, on, uh, ask and you shall receive. On April fourth, two thousand eight, Beyonce and Jay Z were married, and on November eighteenth of that year, Beyonce's album "I Am Sasha Fierce" dropped, introducing her alter ego, Sasha Sasha Fierce. Uh, is there anything Garth Brooks kind of thing going on? <laughs> so this yeah, alter is she ego, grow a, gar- a goatee and have <laughs> no <laughs> frosted actually, chips. <laughs> this is a very this is a very important point. This is a very important point if you're going to look at this through the Illuminati lens, because um, all of these people they they say that all the names aren't just like a, a musical tradition. It's uh, it's actually creating another persona allowing this person to behave in ways or be rewired to behave in ways that they wouldn't have before. So once they achieve success or once they are selected for success, they change their name. And that can be anyone from Sean Carter to Jay-Z to uh, Eminem. Puff Daddy. Uh, Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Tupac, Notorious B.I.G., Madonna. Prince? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. I mean, like anybody that doesn't and like, all these people could have their own uh, episode, and they will have. That's a good thing about the conspiracy theory corner. Right, uh, conspiracy mm. corner. There's a there's a plethora That's of uh, crazy things to select from. Because absolutely. I totally thought this was all factual. From I, like literally for the past half an hour, I've been considering this. All I've fact. actually been taking this as <laughs> okay. I've been, I've been accepting now, it like you're reading the Bible to me. Actually, this <laughs> has been very like, uh, confusing. Uh, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought this up because holy shit, the world, the tides have shifted. I'm going to yeah. tell you right now. <laughs> Hope the audience is isn't as impressionable. This, we've yet to, we've only scratched the surface, gentlemen. Uh, now, the alter ego is a common theme amongst almost all supposed Illuminati artists. This allows Beyonce, and this is in her own words, it allows her to hit notes and dance, hit dance moves that she, as Beyonce, would not be able to do. She has even been quoted as saying she would not particularly like Sasha Fierce if she met her. Huh. Since then, psychopath yeah it sounds like a recovering <laughs> drug addict i mean <laughs> but, uh, but okay. well that's what people say she's you know? in, she's controlled or so that she uh is forced to take on this alter ego and what she's saying if you take it in that context is really creepy and disturbing saying she's never met this person if she didn't meet this person who's capable of doing things that she's not she wouldn't like her i, I immediately equate that to like people who say oh i'm a virgo and that's why they're, you know, they do shitty things, kind or you know, and it's, I really don't really think that they perform. Sounds like my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> what if I mean, they really <laughs> meant it though? It's kind of the same thing with the numbers. Like I know that like three is just a thing to you, but what if someone believes that that three, they really believe that it has magic powers, and they're acting as as though it does? It kind of has something, doesn't it? Well, what's that thing that you said to me the other day? Like, uh, believe it and it will be true or something like that. 
Oh. You gotta be- you gotta believe it to see it. Okay, something mm. like that. All right. I mean, some people are able to say something to themselves long enough to actually start believing it. Hmm. What you they're know. what they're so. implying here is the notion of cognitive dissonance, where it's they're able to separate things and compartmentalize things, and they can say, well, "I didn't do this. This other person did this, and I, I'm not involved with this. This other person is." That is a cop out. Mm. Oh man, is it or is it part of the ancient ritual? It's pleading insanity for murder. You're Absolutely. saying Beyonce is a murderer? <laughs> Absolutely. You heard it here. Yes. Again. Guaranteed. Alleged. She's a alleged. Alleged. We're not saying Beyonce is a murderer. <laughs> yeah, this is fact. Stand down. 100% legal of teams. this episode is fact. CIA. <laughs> murderer. <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> Please stand down. Stand down. Alleged. Alleged. <laughs> Helen Hunt. So. <laughs> All right, that's it, folks. Thank you for coming all damn now. Uh, you wish. <laughs> I wish it was that simple. Since then, the evidence has piled up, perhaps, post, po- perhaps most notably in the 2013 Super Bowl, Super Bowl 47, at a halftime show in which the Niners lost to the Ravens. I remember watching that. Okay. Uh, Beyonce performed the halftime show, and after a routine replete with supposed Illuminati symbology like the Illuminati triangle and like hellfire everywhere and a couple pentagrams. Uh, And, and then there was a, if you look at a lot of the dance moves that were employed, uh, that's, it's in the shape of the Baphomet head in the shape of a pentagram. Oh, wow. The Baphomet head points, it makes out a five pointed star, lots of, which is six points, six different dancers and other number of the devil in in uh, sacred geometry and in the Illuminati lore. So, after her routine... I mean, we're giving this guy the devil a bad rap. Uh, he was an angel, was he not? Well, he's a fallen angel, and that's okay. kind of the thing. That's what Lucifer is. Yeah. Okay. So, the story of Lucifer is that he's a, an angel that God cast out of heaven because he sucked. And... He so he, that's that that was that's a part of another that's part of several dances you'll notice is like a fall an angel falling to the ground okay. and then dancing around in fire and it'll be a whole another episode but you can go for a future reference go Google the Lady Gaga halftime show it's literally that yeah. she literally falls to the ground and then runs around in a bunch of fire with uh, pentagrams everywhere and uh, screams for four minutes and doesn't have any sort of intonation or you know. Uh Sean? Volume control. Sean? Uh, you she know what's interesting, though, is Marcus Parks' uh, 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 take on Aleister Crowley is that he was not a bad guy, and his intents yeah. and his, his intentions were actually pure. And he was trying to save the world by being a, 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 a what do you call it? Not a martyr, but a, a, a scapegoat. Uh, yes, and you'll notice that I did not say, because I looked for Illuminati Crowley, I didn't find links for Illuminati Crowley. No, you would never. Right. No. So I took I'm not all the way. I'm not saying right. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Again, CIA swooped this guy up. He's your man. So, but no, I couldn't find links between between him and uh, not credible links between him and the Illuminati. Um, but back to the halftime show. After this whole routine that she does with her, um, she did the Illuminati triangle, brought it to her eye. Um, they had the pentagram dance moves. And then in the third quarter, number three, the lights went out. Complete blackout. And I remember watching this happen live. Complete blackout in the Superdome. Like in Batman? 
like after her show, it, the, there's conflicting theories on why that people pulled the pulled the power cords or that her show took up so much power that it it caused like a, a surge and and killed the power in the building. You but there was a complete in- blackout, right? And it was a complete blackout for 33 minutes in the third quarter for 33 minutes and in 55 seconds. Mm-hmm. I do remember this. Actually. 33 for half an hour? is the 33 Holy is the shit. highest number. I have been living under a rock. 33 <laughs> is the highest of the master numbers in numerology and the most sacred number in numerology, according to Secret of the Illuminati by Elizabeth Van Buren. Okay, there's so many German names. Martin Van Buren? No, Elizabeth Van Buren. Denoting the highest spiritual consciousness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she was not associated with the president. I knew this was going to come up. I knew this was going to come up. Lost over it. <laughs> okay. So 33. Very important number. 55, according to Elizabeth Van Buren, not related to Martin Van Buren, the former president of the Thank United States. Thank you. <laughs> Means a time change or hearkening in new things. I even found a reference where it means Satan. And five means Satan. Yeah, someone said in sacred geometry that's what it meant. But he was pretty nerdy and had a pretty long YouTube video that I just couldn't take anymore. Robert Plant was always yelling about twenty five. What is what is that? I knew this was gonna come up. I don't know. Okay. I can't take If anymore. you knew, why didn't you research it? <laughs> And uh, remember that this happened in the third quarter. He did tell us that he was trying to make us mad this whole time. <laughs> and I just want to, let's gauge real quick here. Sean, on a one to ten, how annoyed are you right now? Thirteen. Okay, and Jeff, how, where are you sitting? I am having a good time. Well, yeah. yeah, no, I'm having a great time. And anger level? Ape shit. Yeah. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's like what we're talking about. That's funny. Oh man. He's a pro. He's this a pro. Is fun. This yeah. Is good. But, but more recently, <laughs> we've I'm seen thirty-three. Yeah. Twenty-five, but Brandon doesn't know what that means. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm just a big idiot with all the facts. <laughs> Brandon'sBiography.com. <laughs> it would be a lot. Like, Everything's in italics. <laughs> it would be a lot better than the current biography.com. <laughs> but more recently, oh, we're, oh, we're doing a show. I forgot. I, I yeah, forgot. we're gonna stop this Brandon bashing for a second <laughs> to return to some truth seeking. If you two yahoos don't mind, <laughs> yahoos. But more recently, we've seen Bay. Dressed as Nefertiti to the sheeple out there, but more clearly to us as the satanic god Baphomet at the 2018 Coachella Festival, where she headlined to rave reviews. The show opened with her in this costume, and she's supposed to look like Nefertiti. I've shown you guys the picture. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Does she not look exactly like Baphomet? She does not look like Nefertiti. No. And they're saying that that's what she's supposed to be. But she has those like goat she, horn yeah, things. She definitely has goat horns. Obviously, yeah. this is an audible podcast. Yeah. Look up the look up the image. Um, my Google search looks like a complete match. What's person. the image called? Uh, Beyonce <laughs> Baphomet. <laughs> Go ahead and Google that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have plenty of evidence. But it's goat horns. <laughs> it's goat horns, people. <laughs> it is. It really is. How creepy was it? It, it it's eerie. Like when you see when yeah. you see the side by side, it's very convincing. It's like I, I, I very compelling. It's evidence, funny you know? until 
you think of it through the Illuminati lens, then it's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, in that aspect. I mean, but I'm still on, like I said, I'm still on the borderline of whether or not Illuminati is good or bad. So Okay. Oh, okay. that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Hey, everybody deserves a shot. Right. That's very generous of you. Yeah. Uh, but this is not... <laughs> OJ her. got four. This is, yeah. not, <laughs> <laughs> this is not so her. Somebody, at least three people don't have any shots. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not her first link to the, to Baphomet, though. She's often been spotted wearing a Baphomet ring. We showed you guys that. It's an it's actual I Baphomet mean, ring. I mean, it's inspired by... Okay, but why and would you... the Nefertiti you... thing, she has Nefertiti a look-alike. It could be Cleopatra. I looked up pictures of Cleopatra. She has no hats like that. Okay. Yeah. She has no hats that even resemble that. There's no pictures of Cleopatra that looks anything like the goat horn looking. Although, that's the only thing that those could, that okay. those hearken to mind. Even if I hadn't told you about Baphomet, what would you say that those things looked like? They look, if you just. They don't you, look friendly. If you had, I'll tell you what they reminded me of. If you don't, we obviously, audio podcasts, we don't have a visual available. They look like they hearken back to St. Louis Rams helmets i was gonna say scarabs but they look like the if you were if you're their their mascot is the rams and their helmets in the nfl have those horns that loop around and come back it looks exactly right. it looks like the beyonce yeah. version of the football helmet yeah for the st louis rams like or the la rams now excuse me oh fuck wow. you roger goodell fuck Los that's my helen hunt rant <laughs> <laughs> uh but now with all the background no offense to all of our helen hunt listeners we've got all of all of our background covered. <laughs> Let's get into the meat of this whole thing. The true conspiracy theories here. The true conspiracy theorists here will note that I've left out droves of information that I just couldn't fit in. <laughs> just didn't have time to get to. Well, I think There's it, so your much. mental health is at stake. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a little shaky. <laughs> Please give the guy a break. Uh, we have uh, the now we have the appropriate conspiratorial lens through which to view the Carter's newest release, and perhaps. They're most subliminally intensive yet. Let's take a look at the video, Ape Shit by the Carters. All right, so we've break, taken a break and listened and watched the Ape Shit video by the Carters. Uh, if you want to check that out, we'll have more information for you at the end of the show. It'll be a, a special video uh, companion piece we're going to be doing. Uh, Concert companion series. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have info on how you can check that out at the end of the show. But now having seen it, let's do a little breakdown and we'll get uh, your guys' takes on this. So it starts off right with a fallen angel on the steps. Uh, some people think that's Lucifer. Uh, then we move on to 13 dancers. There was also the immortals that fell from, you know, God town up in the clouds. Right. And then they were forced to, because you know, they, they got caught. What did they get caught doing? I can't remember. But they were forced to live like a normal life on Earth. Right. As punishment. So it could be that as well. They are definitely, throughout this, portraying themselves as living pieces of the art. And they're sure. As equals to the art that they're in. Like all of the art is emperors and gods. You know what? Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I disagree. Uh, I believe that they're equating themselves to. The masters who created the art. Okay, fair enough. That's that's not bad. I don't I don't think that the Mona Lisa lady was somebody special. She was just a a, a home homely looking girl. But they are um, they're in the case of like the statue of Nike. 
I think oh, she's yeah, comparing yeah, herself yeah. to a she's, goddess. She, yeah, she is Nike. Saying that yeah, they are the yeah, equal. Yeah. So that's no, that was our next part. Like they're yeah. in front of the Mona Lisa to begin with. Then they, then it's uh, Beyonce by herself, and then eventually joined by Jay Z in front of Nike, a statue of Nike, the goddess of victory. Um, and then she's like standing. Cool at the, shoes. Cool yeah. shoes. Cool shoes. But she's standing at the top of the steps. Didn't it look to you like she was controlling the dancers? Yeah, that uh, mesmerizing wavy head nod thing they were and doing while she was like, standing atop. Very yeah, Hexel Rose thing. <laughs> a little bit. They, the David Cassidy. I don't think I've seen that. That's the thing. Uh, the, that Axl Rose thing that you're talking about. He actually about. stole Never. it from some blues singer. He used to sit in a chair and do it. No, he got it from David Cassidy. It was a David Cassidy? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. He's like swaying yeah, back right. and forth. All right. Um, so, but yeah, they, she's comparing herself to be godlike. Then it moves on next to uh, Beyonce and her dancers in front of the coronation of Napoleon, where Napoleon is crowning his wife, Empress of France. And it's, it's portraying I mean, Beyonce as Empress. Come on now. And the Louvre is in France. But she's Queen B. Well, I think Empress <laughs> Bay. is above Queen B. Bay. Bay. No, it's Queen B. But <laughs> as a lone noun, it would be Bay. Oh, oh, I see. So what's plural? There is only one Beyonce. Boss. No, yeah. there's there can be Beyonce. no more Beyonce. No more Beyonce. Uh, then they're in front of the Great Sphinx, more uh, the Great Sphinx, more classic in Egyptian symbology. Then she's in front of Venus de Milo, which they say is to symbolize the struggle of the relationship that she and Jay Z had had. But again, equating themselves to gods, uh, equating themselves to these uh, omnipotent immortal figures. Then they're in front of the uh, Jay Z specifically is in front of the wrath of Medusa. Medusa, Medusa <laughs> in <can't>? Barcelona. <laughs> the uh, in front of the wrath of Medusa, uh, the <laughs> aftermath. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the aftermath it's a painting of the aftermath of a naval tragedy where crew members uh, were being rescued from a shipwreck after 13 days at food did 13 that's days an Illuminati sea. number exactly 13 days at sea with no food they, it is a painting of the sailors looking at a new hope and a new savior and Jay-Z is presenting himself as that wow uh, then they move on to Madame Racamier uh, she was a huge socialite and uh, wife of a banker. And there's two anonymous like nude dancers with their heads wrapped uh, sitting in yeah, front yeah. of her back to back. That's supposed to be symbolic of um, the French way of saying this title sounds racist. So I'm just going to say portrait of a black woman. Oh, come woman. on. Just say it. It says portrait of la mairesse. <laughs> read in English, it could be very easily misconstrued. Probably because French is a stupid language. Um, next, we move on to the kneeling. Uh, the uh, police violence references is what they're yeah, saying. I didn't get this. Yeah, one. it's a very this odd was reference. Too, uh, modern. And this isn't a conspiracy reference either. This is the only thing I could find about it where uh, okay. the mainstream uh, interpretations of the video was that 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 was intended to be about police violence. Uh, hence, the next scene going outside. Uh, to a bunch of uh, young men taking a knee, so symbolizing the NFL controversy and Colin Kaepernick. Is this the national anthem thing? Yeah. Yes, exactly, okay. where they wouldn't stand for the national anthem. And Jay-Z's saying, you need us, we don't need you. 
meaning that the NFL needs the players, the players don't need the NFL, which I don't think he quite understands that because if there's no Probably NFL. Probably never played a game yeah. in his life. <laughs> yeah. We go to the Neyland Kaepernick's. Actually, we're from the same fucking area. Yeah. I, I could say, fuck you, Colin yeah, I was going to say, like, no. Colin Kaepernick is whiter than I am. He grew up <laughs> Who in is fucking, Colin Kaepernick? He's this Football guy. player that, from a fuck. Like, he's from, from the t- rich area where we're from. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's from like the rich town up the, up the drive. And he's like, he says he's so oppressed and it's just like. Oh fuck you, dude! Yeah. Like I grew up in a fucking mobile home in the country. Like yeah. he grew up in this bucolic suburb, in thirty minutes away with nicer shit there. Like oh uh, my gosh, no one, no one from Merced is gonna hear his bullshit. We started this episode with some guy who was from like an affluent family who was given every opportunity in the world to succeed. And that pissed me off from the get go. So I will tell you that right now. Wow. <laughs> uh, we okay. did a good connection there. Uh, so fellers, <laughs> was it really? I no. Yeah. So. Cause this guy actually, I mean, other than, I mean, he was adopted, I believe. Uh, yes, he was adopted. Yeah. Colin yeah, Kaepernick is adopted. But yes, but he, but he was, you know, raised very well. You know, an affluent area by yep. by great parents and a happy family. A great white family. Paid, white. paid millions and millions white. of dollars to play a little kid's game. Mm-hmm. And Sent him to su- football around, camps. I mean, he's just, he's, oh, uh, and he's just, and everyone's mad that he doesn't get hired by a team. And it's like, well, fucking play good and you'll yeah. get hired. He doesn't need it bad enough. Maybe don't right. lose to the Super Bowl every time Beyonce puts on a satanic ritual. But see, here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. She She has this, like, triangle thing with her hands that she does right and then everybody does it not the and niners then, receivers and then she puts <laughs> <laughs> burn so uh fellas let's 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 get what what do you let's start with jeff here what what do you what is your take on the video overall what do you think um overall i mean like i agree with your breakdown of it um and to where they it's like a self-portrayal that they are, in a sense, royalty, I would, a god complex. Right. But let's it's, face it, they are very successful. And Jay-Z, he came from basically nothing. I, I, I want to say I watched a biography of him. He was a drug dealer as well. I think he did get in trouble at some point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you, you fuck up, you move up. He's actually, you know... Uh, an incredible success story sure. unless it's been you know engineered by the illuminati <laughs> then, do you think then, it has been <laughs> well this is I what mean, we're talking about that's right? yeah i mean that's the biggest part of this conversation so wh- what is your verdict on the end of this do you think that jay-z and beyonce are involved in the illuminati um well it's symbolism also with her standing you say nike yes it's yeah. nike well she's up there she's the puppet master from there with all those dancers in front of her um, I only had one question about the video is when they're at the top and that you have the dancers laying down. Right. Hopefully the viewer knows what, you know, uh, the listeners know what I'm talking about. And they do that. It's like a pulsating movement. Did you ever. It like, seemed to me like a goddess bringing people back to life. And there's 13 dancers. Exactly. So was the Illuminati big into alchemy? Yeah, they're into all like okay. uh, uh, ancient knowledge, ancient knowledge stuff. Okay. And again, yeah, there's lots of Illuminati nerds out there that are going to rip into all this information. I did my best to provide a general primer. Give them the address of Wrigley Field again. Thank you. It's 1338, (laughs) 3355, Baffinette Lane. Chicago, Illinois. So, Sean, let's get your verdict here. What do you think? Uh, uh, 
give me like some some hot some hot words some uh, Helen Hunt Helen Hunt Twister all right Twister so um that didn't help <laughs> uh, no I do you think that they are involved with the Illuminati Beyonce and Jay Z do I think that they are involved with the Illuminati well it's hard to say um. I, I truly, truly believe that they are getting paid to act successful. I think that they are getting paid because they look a certain way. I think that they're getting paid. Be- uh, elaborate on that for just a second <laughs> so we don't get hate mail. I, th- I think that they're getting paid to act and look like they're successful like that that they're fulfilled that they have everything they want in the entire world right uh is that help you're just not saying they're not yeah yes yes that's fine that's fine so but well, i for some reason thought it was like um uh, color people can do it too oh no i think they're getting paid because well, hot I, just takes. Like, no, I just no, no. i just like to race bait from time to time no, so. no, well, i mean hey i mean more power to no, you no. but, uh, but <laughs> that's well, why we what call i'm them. saying is they they have they like like i said before uh, i was talking to you guys my, my little cousin idolizes these people and i like this is the first song from beyonce or jay-z that i've heard in over five years in a, I mean, is it bad? Yeah. I'm, is it terrible? No. Is it quality? Yes. Is it well produced? Amazingly so. Is the production value high? Holy fucking shit. But what are the intentions? We're talking Michael Jackson level. What are the intentions behind The intentions of this video, I don't know. But what you're asking me is are Jay-Z and Beyonce involved in the Illuminati? My answer is Yes. But indirectly, and hear me out, okay. they have no involvement whatsoever directly to the Illuminati or the Freemasons or American history or whatever. They will be forgotten. But my point is, is that their money is Illuminati money. So, yeah, like the money that came for renting out the Louvre. They are renting out Jay-Z. They are renting out Beyonce oh. to reach the next generation of brainwashed yes. motherfucking children. And that is where we will end tonight. <laughs> uh, so we got we got Illuminati for Sean. Illuminati, yes or no for Jeff? E- Almost in the same way, but I think I think that they are uh, maybe not as important, but controlled. Cool, cool. Yeah. I think we cool. can. I think Being, we're all on a similar page with that. Well, what do you think, Brandon? You know, Sean, I have to remain objective. So until next time, we want to thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Be sure and check us out at alldamnnight.com, Instagram at alldamnnightpodcast. You can reach me at Brandon at alldamnnight.com, Sean at alldamnnight.com. S-E-A-N. S-E-A-N, the real way. Uh, Twitter at alldamnnight. Jeff, you have anything you want to plug? Um, Actually, yeah, I do. My Twitter handle is geotheist. It's G-E-O-T-H-E. E-I-S-T. Right, right. And mm. your Twitter handle? That was my Twitter handle. Oh, your Twitter. I'm sorry, your Instagram <laughs> handle. I'm oh. listening very closely. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It, IG, it would be the Jeff Bomb. Awesome. That is the Jeff, Jeff with a G. Bomb. Lots of good quality comedy content on there. Uh, booking and inquiries face. and stuff can come through there. Anything like that. Contact info is all through there. No, leave me alone. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, thank you very much for coming on. It was a blast having you. Jeff Yose, Sean Demers, I'm Brandon Richardson. 
check us out on uh, in all your iTunes favorite podcast platforms. Also, also, uh, yes, we've been to talk about the upcoming YouTube show. We're going to be yeah. doing uh, uh, YouTube concert companion, concert companion. So we're Ooh. going to be reviewing uh, a song a week and then a concert a month. So it'll be kind of like a historically tinged Beavis and Butthead. And uh, Jeffrey is going to be on one of the first episodes with us reviewing this uh, this song here, Ape Shit. So yeah. be sure and uh, check that out. Yeah, I could watch that over and over. Again. I have, and it is. <laughs> I have not gotten tired of it yet. Uh, so lots of big stuff yes, coming. Yes, you have. Definitely uh, a little bit. Uh, so check <laughs> us out um, on YouTube as well, All Damn Night Concert Companion, and uh, be sure and check in next week. Got lots of content coming up for you. Thanks again. You want to say bye to the people out there? Oh, yeah, thank you for having me, and I uh, hope everybody enjoyed the show. It's Absolutely. been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks again, and we will see you all next week on the greatest music podcast in history. This is All Damn Night. <laughs>